KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Fake news has become a very serious issue in America, and a Temple professor has done some very interesting research into what does and does not help amplify fake news. We wanted to learn more about this research, so we caught up with Dr. Min Sok Pang. He is an associate professor of management information systems at Temple University's Fox School of Business. Give a listen. So to start, just kind of tell me about this research. What was the goal? What made you set out on this course? What's it all about? I guess the fake news is the, one of the biggest problems we have right now. I mean, we have a fake news uh, before the internet. As you know, it's like there are rumors, you know, like uh, gossips, you know, sometimes true, sometimes not. But the social media like uh, Facebook, Twitter, and others fueled the growth and the proliferation of uh, fake news. Basically, everyone, everybody have a medium to create whatever they want to say. So this has becoming a bigger and bigger problem to a point that I believe that really a life and death problem. As you know, uh, there's uh, so much of uh, the misinformation about vaccines or the COVID-19 disease and others. These are big news affects the people's health. Sometimes people die because of it. So we thought this should be uh, one of the critical problems that we face as a society. And uh, we wanted to look at what we can do about this, what social media can do about this. And social media is doing a lot. Some critics say not enough, but they are making an effort, okay? And what we are trying to do is to, you know, whether it works or not, you know. So we have two papers. One paper we look at on Twitter, you see the blue marks uh, for verification, right? If somebody like a celebrity or politicians, if they verify their identity on Twitter, they get, you know, blue mark that says their identity are verified. By the way, I was trying to get one, but they say I'm not that you know, famous. Me too. <laughs> you, okay, <laughs> that's surprising. <laughs> you should get one. <laughs> I anyway. tried, but anyway. Yeah. So we are not looking at Twitter, but uh, we have a Twitter-like social media in China, uh, where my quarter is coming from, uh, Weibo in China, uh, which is very similar to Twitter. And Weibo and Twitter have a lot of uh, similar uh, features, one of which is a verification batch and we want to see you know verification batch work in fighting with uh, fake news okay and we found some cases yes some some cases it's not okay so what we found is four scenarios or we can call it a two by two matrix one there are cases where users get their identity get uh, verified and they got nothing Another case, they get uh, verified and then they get batch. Okay. And there is a case where uh, they are required to verify their identity. The waiver comes into users hey, you need to verify your identity. There are another case where users voluntarily verify their identities. Okay. So we can think of a two by two situations. What we found is that uh, when they users, are required to 
verify their identity, okay? And if they get nothing, they are less likely to create a fake news. That works well in uh, uh, stopping fake news. But if they are voluntarily verify their identity, hey, this is my ID, and please give me a verification badge, okay? And surprisingly, we found they create more fake news, okay? So this indicates that in maybe not all, but many of the users who voluntarily verify their identity to get a badge, this indicates that they get verified to create more fake news, actually. This is a surprising because we are talking about what's going on in China. We know about the surveillance mechanisms in Chinese social media. Given that, we thought that identity verification should work well. But even in China, we found that in some cases, verification badge does the opposite of what uh, it is intended. So I guess that's pretty insidious that yeah, actually people that verify the platform and have the indication that you can trust who this person is, mm -hmm. once they get to that point, they actually disseminate more mm -hmm. fake news, mm -hmm. making it easier to go down because people think it's coming from someone who's verified. Therefore, this must be someone mm -hmm. that knows what they're talking about. Yeah. So we see actually uh, many Twitter data specifically. So we can't say whether this is exactly happening Twitter, but we are seeing examples of them. Many uh, verified users like members of Congress or celebrities or cable news pundits are verified at Twitter, on Twitter, right? Some of them are spreading uh, misinformation of all kinds. So this suggests that platforms, social media platforms should do more, more than just they're verifying their identification. Sometimes it works, but uh, in some cases, it does not. That's what we found in our first paper. And before we go any further, and I'm probably asking you to speculate here, as to the why, is there a kind of an empowerment of yeah. the people yeah. that once they can, they are now free, kind of unleashed to do whatever they want? Well, so social media users, you know, spread off fake news to get more attention to you know, get more likes, you know, get more shares, get more comments. If they are verified, okay, and they spread out the eye-catching misinformation, that you know attracts more engagement with the users. That's you know many of the social media users or social media fake news creators striving for. You know, they want more attention, more likes, you know, more you know engagement. So. That's what they're looking for. The second paper, your other research, is mm -hmm. also fake news. This deals, though, with what the inclusion of video mm -hmm. does mm -hmm. to the situation, correct? Yeah. So one of the, the uh, tools that social media are using to fight fake news is utilize the wisdom of crowd, the collective intelligence of millions of millions of users. So in Facebook or Twitter or other social media platform, Whenever we see something uh, that is not true or something that doesn't seem to be credible, we can report it to the platform. So we can report it as spam, this is fake news, or this is violent content, or for many other reasons. Okay. Weibo has the same functions too. Anybody can report, you know, any post, Weibo post, whether it's a fake news, whether it's a violent post, or 
you know, other inappropriate contents, right? That's one of the mechanisms to police millions of millions of contents in uh, social media. So we want to look at the, what kind of a fake news post will get more reports to the platform. Okay, what kind of fake news? We want to look at a video, which is uh, one of the medium that many social medias are used. We thought the if fake news includes a video, it's going to get less reports to the platform. So we thought fake news with a video will be more deceiving, will make it more believable, which means that the users that sees that fake news with the video is less likely to report it to the platform. Again, we found the opposite, which is that when there is a fake news that comes with a video, it's gonna get more reports to the platform compared to the same fake news, but without video, Okay, which is uh, surprising, but makes sense. So our explanations are, it gives more giveaways for social media users to figure out whether it's a fake or not. By the way, we verified also the like experiments with our uh, hypothetical social media users. We give them uh, hypothetical fake news, one with a video, one with none. Our experiment says, yes, the fake news with uh, video is more likely to get reported. Now, one of the responses would be that uh, that's gonna help uh, fake news creators. This is telling fake news creators, hey, if you want to create a fake news, if you don't want to get caught, don't include video, okay? But our message, our audience is actually social media platform. We are saying to social media platform that if fake news has a video, you will get more reports from users, which is great, which means that uh, what social media platform should do is to police more fake news without video, okay? So there will be more attention from fake news, on fake news with the video, which means that social media platform has to put more scrutiny on fake news without video. You talked about this kind of in your open, but this really is kind of the challenge of our generation, isn't it? I mean, this blurring of what's truth and what's not. And, you know, you talk about videos. We hear so much about these deep fake videos where it's almost imperceptible to tell. We really have to figure this out one way or another. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of it, but we need to figure it out. That's what social media platforms need to figure out, you know. This is a serious problem, I would say, because if this goes on and on, it's going to be really, really difficult for us, each of us, to believe what's true and what's not. I would say trust is the, like a backbone of any civilized society. You know, without trust, without the uh, respect, uh, trusting with each other, you know, the society can fall apart. This is something social media platforms should take it seriously. Perhaps government too. There are many reports in the media that Facebook is not doing enough for many reasons. There are many critics that say that some of the fake news make us spend more time in uh, social media and uh, that could bring more money to social media platform. So social media platform may not have enough you know, reason to completely get rid of fake news. That suggests that it's on first social media platform first, but if they are not doing well, they are not doing enough, then somebody else could do it. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. 
You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.